Hey everyone, what's up? I hope everyone is well. Hope you had a good week. Uh, honestly, the last few days have been crazy in Islamabad. It's been raining for five days continuously. Uh, there were floods in certain places. Uh, driving gets even more manic than it already is. And uh, I personally just hit the rain. And yes, it got colder. And then unfortunately, um, a tragedy hit in the mountains. Um, you know, over 20 people died um, due to the cars um, or the roads being clogged up. Everyone wanted to see the snow. And then some people got stuck in their cars overnight and then died of uh, various causes, hypothermia, buildup of carbon monoxide due to the heaters being on in the cars. So it ended up really badly. Uh, and my heart goes out to the family and friends who've lost their loved ones in this tragic incident. I mean, an incident where, you know, families and people wanted to have fun in the snow uh, ended up in debts. It's, it's just really sad. Uh, and I do hope that the government takes responsibility for not closing the roads, even though they need the forecasts, um, they didn't take any action. Um, they're more reactive, unfortunately. They only take action after something happens. So I hope this is a wake-up call for them, and I hope they, uh, they mend their ways. Uh, but anyways, so this episode, I will be talking about thinking before you speak. Uh, and I just feel that this topic is getting... It's just really important to talk about. Um, over the years, uh, you know, I I wasn't aware of the words I would use or the impact my words could have on someone else and vice versa. Uh, and as I grew up and as I, um, you know, started attending therapy, I, you know, kind of look back at my experiences, uh, the way I've spoken to my parents, uh, the way I've spoken to my friends, the way I've spoken to my exes, um, it does have a profound impact on how they are with you, on their self-esteem, on their confidence, on, you know, on, it has, uh, you know, the, the words I've used or the way I've spoken to people, not thinking and just saying what I um, felt in that, in that second or in that situation really, really impacted my relationships. Um, and, you know, it's, it, there's some quotes which, uh, which, you know, um, i like to mention, and I think one key one, uh, and many of you may have heard this, sticks and stones may break, may break my bones, but words never hurt me. And that's the, and that's the f biggest lie anyone could ever say. It's, it's, um, and, and this is not something you would, you know, you should be teaching um, young people uh, because words do hurt you. Words do hurt, words do hurt others. And this is something I'll be speaking about in the latter part of the episode. Um, another quote is, the way we talk to our children becomes their inner voice. Uh, that was said by Peggy O'Mara. Uh, another one by Joel was, be careful what you say. You can say something hurtful in 10 seconds, but 10 years later, the wounds are still there. Um, and this other quote by someone anonymous, the words you can speak become the house you live in. Um, and honestly, you know, like if I think back now of the stuff that is said to me and the impact it's had, you know, like for example, Amar, you have a long nose or Amar, you know, you turn red and blush, uh, are you wearing blush on or Amar, you're weak for not being, you know, for not being able to keep your marriage. 
um, you know, Amar, you're responsible for uh, making our friendship suck or, you know, or how it is at the moment. Uh, Omar, you're your husband. Omar, you should be lucky to have me. And these are just some examples of, you know, s- some things which you just say without thinking. Um, you know, other stuff which I've heard parents say to children is, you know, um, you're, you're naughty. And, and this is said repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. You're naughty, you're naughty, you're naughty, you're naughty, you're naughty. Uh, or you're irresponsible, you're a pushover. Um, and then, you know, sometimes, and I, I've heard people use the word stop so many times. Stop doing this. Stop playing with, stop, you know, running or stop, as, you know, watching TV or stop eating this and stop eating that. And this, you know, um, and then other stuff, you know, you're ugly, you're fat, you're not marriage material, you're not capable of becoming this, uh, you're not intelligent enough, your sister is better than you, your brother is better than you, um, you know, you look at your cousins, your friends are better than you. And, that, and, and you know, you, you say these things without thinking, right? These are words, these have an impact. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's not just words that are necessarily directed to you or to someone else, but they can also be directed at other people as well. So, for example, you're sitting in a group. Uh, so, okay, so let's take the example that you're, you know, you're sitting as a family and you have young children and you, know, you, you talk about someone else um, and you say, you know, that person's fat, that person's nasty, that person's, you know, uh, too white, um, you know, too, too, too black, too brown, uh, is fake, um, is bad because he or she drinks, smokes, wears too much makeup, uh, not a good parent, not a good spouse, and etc. And, you know, these things, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I should say unfortunately or fortunately, but these things are picked up, you know, uh, by, by, by younger children and they will start using these words. And you, so you need to think about and, and start thinking like that. So for example, if you're commenting on people's skin color, uh, you know, they will start noticing, oh, you know, is skin color supposed to differentiate people or are people different because of the skin color or people behave differently because of the skin color? And I think subconsciously, you know, this kind of creates that, um, you know, uh, it created, maybe creates racism or discrimination, which your intention, yes, was not meant to do that, but it does. So you need to think before you speak and you just need to, and I think, you know, you just need to stop, just need to stop, um, saying things which can be hurtful to other people. Um, you know, you don't have the license to bring the other person down, even if it's your child. Um, if you keep going on and on about telling your child, even if he or she's grown up, you know, 40 plus and, and so, and telling them they're irresponsible or they don't have the life in order or, um, you know, they're, they, they, they don't know what they want. Um, it just brings them down. You know, you're supposed to support the other person. Um, and same for your friends and same for other people around you as well. Uh, you just don't have the license to bring another person down. And I think a lot of um, adults uh, think they have ownership over um, their child or the younger one or the niece and nephew and uh, and teach over student and, you know, so forth. But that's not the case. Uh, no one has ownership over the other you're supposed to be a supporting mechanism. You're supposed to be someone who could motivate the other person, not bring the other person down. Um, also, another thing is that, you know, you might say something, um, you know, for example, Amar, you have a long nose. Though you just don't know the whole story, you know, you don't know how it impacts me. 
You don't know whether I've been bullied for that in the past. You don't know whether it's a deformity. Uh, you, you just don't know, right? You don't know the whole story. So you really need to think of before you speak. Um, for example, if you tell someone they're a bad spouse, you, you just don't know what goes out there on in their lives. Even if you think you know the whole story, you probably don't. Uh, you know, not everyone tells you everything. Um, everyone has asked certain things which they can't say or aren't yet aware of um, or find it hard to artic articulate. So you just know the whole story. Um, and I think the last one is, you know, before you say something uh, and not think about it, um, the best thing is, have you looked yourself? I mean, I'm being blunt here, but have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately and, you know, worked on your bad stuff or... Uh, or not, you know, it's, um, and you know, these things do have an impact. So for example, this researcher, uh, his name was Emoto, um, and he tested the power of spoken words. So what he did was that he placed two cups of cooked white rice um, in two separate jars and fixed the lids in place. So one jar had a label, thank you, and the other jar had a label, you fool. Um, the jars were left um, in a school classroom and the students were asked to speak the words on the labels to these uh, jars twice a day. So, for example, uh, some of the children would say thank you to the lid, to the jar, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the other one, they would say, you fool, you fool, you fool. Um, after 30 days, um, what they found was that the rice, which had the label of you fool, um, shriveled into a black sort of black jelly-like mass. Um, however, in contrast, the rice in the jar that was thanked was white and fluffy as the day it, as the day it was made. So that was after 30 days. Um, and and this, this example is great. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't done the experiment, um, but Emoto is very well known um, in the power of words research and this field. And he uses a lot of these examples or these research examples in his books. And I just found how, you know, uh, and uh, it, it is fascinating, especially the results uh, and the impact of the, the, the words that had on it, uh, you know, a clear contrast. And, you know, uh, and obviously, you know, science finds that, you know, when a child or even anyone for that matter, an adult or anyone is told no, like no walking, no watching TV late, know this, know that, um, automatically their fight, flight, and freeze or faint response is activated. Um, and so when children, especially children, are in this state of mind, they're more likely to emotionally respond. Um, and then this, and as a result, you know, this child might feel more angry, uh, might feel avoidant, uh, might feel more helpless or rigid as well. And then this definitely has a long-term impact. You know, um, the child may grow up thinking if he's constantly been said no in his childhood or been, uh, or, you know, or the language used for that child wasn't correct. Um, you know, the child can grow up and think, you know, why do I get angry? What's the reason I get defensive? Um, why am I getting bullied? What am I doing wrong? Um, and so forth. So, you know, these, these uh, you know, the use of um, what you say uh, does have an impact an overall impact on the short term, definitely, and the long term as well.
Um, and I remember at work, uh, I remember one of the managers, he was, he was ripping, uh, someone's work apart three times consecutively with comments like, you know, your, your works below average, your slides aren't sexy enough. Uh, you know, I had to do everything, you know, you wasted my time. And I could just see that person's demeanor and mood change over time. That person became more negative in a couple of weeks and that person eventually, eventually left the workplace. Um, and you know, some people, when they say something, might underestimate the impact their words might have on someone, uh, even though they may have said it once, twice, or three times, um, though it can have a profound impact. And hence, I've been stressing that, you know, please think before you speak. It's not good. Um, you know, really think before you speak. I mean, if I take my example, um, you know, when, you know, when people say, you know, my, my, my nose is large or long, I never had really noticed that until people started saying that. Um, and I actually, you know, this will be a shock to many of you, but I actually contemplated about having uh, rhinoplasty slash, uh, which is no surgery in layman terms. Um, and, you know, I, I collected some of the money myself, but though my parents never supported me, not, no one ever supported me. They're like, you know, you should be happy in your own skin. And thank God, thank God, thank God, I overcame this insecurity and I became, you know, more comfortable in my own skin. Um, you know, but this, the, you know, in that, in, in, in that situation or that couple of years, I did feel insecure about my looks just because of my nose. Um and then other comments, you know, related to my marriage. Oh, Amar, your crap husband, you couldn't keep your marriage, you're weak from the inside. You know, it did make me feel sad for being responsible, you know, because I disappointed others. Um, but it also made me feel incapable of maintaining relationships. Um, and you know, and kind of made me think, you know, am I incapable of having a relationship? Um, you know, if I go into my next relationship, how will I be? Will I, uh, you know, do the same shit? Will it end up in the same way? Um, and, you know, so, so it really made me, you know, really made me think, um, and really made, brought me down as well. Um, though I, you know, I have to commend my, uh, the last couple of years, uh, I have to commend my therapist. I have to commend my family and friends for supporting me. Um, and also I think I need to commend myself for just being a bit more open about my experiences, accepting my development areas and where I went wrong and working on them actively and i'm really thankful also that uh i've become more aware of what i say um and when to remain quiet to not hurt others um and to you know to just be just to think before i speak um and you know if like you know if simple things like for example i was just alluding to you know when you tell children to stop running or so they're so they don't hurt themselves or stop watching tv you know, it, it really makes a difference if you uh, do it in a positive way. So, for example, instead of stop running, you can say, you know, w walk, please. Uh, or instead of saying, you know, to your child or someone else, stop yelling, you can say quiet voice, please. Um, and, and you know, I, I think that these just, you know, these small changes in your phrasing uh, will definitely have a positive impact um, on the on the children. Um, just because they'll see it as more positive and they'll probably listen and there's a high probability they'll listen to you um, and, it, and it definitely shape them into adults with, you know, positive mental well-being. Um, and how can you do that? I mean, you know, before before speaking, think about how would you feel if someone said the same thing to you? 
Um, you know, I love this uh, three second rule. So you think about, is it nice? Is it true? Is it necessary? And I've added a fourth word myself. Is it helpful? Um, what I've learned over the years is sometimes you don't have to contribute to every conversation or you don't have to react to everything. So sometimes it's just better to stay quiet. Um, better to stay quiet than say something rude, which you regret later on. Um, really surround yourself with positive people. So for example, if you're around someone who's negative all the time, um, you know, who's always criticizing someone else or you or themselves or gossiping about people or saying rude things to others or to themselves as well, you over time, you tend to start resonating with those things and you might start to start using their words, their language. So it's really necessary to surround yourself with uh, positive people like for example i used to hang out with a lot of people with people who used to gossip a lot and unfortunately i became like that hence uh, however over time i've started to hang out with positive people who talk about other stuff not gossip about people but talk about you know what's happening in the world about you know topics would it would be interest to me and i've just seen my relationship with those people more genuine uh, and i'm just better friends with them so positive people does make a huge difference um, and, and, you know, use powerful, positive words. For example, um, you know, I started saying, you know, when someone asks me, how, how are you, Omar? I, instead of saying I'm fine, I say I'm great. And, you know, I just started feeling more positive, more upbeat, uh, just by using, by replacing fine with great. It does make a difference. And do try it. Try it for, you know, a month or two. And you will see the difference. You just feel happier in general. And use transformational words. So this kind of goes back to an episode I did a couple of weeks ago. So how you could replace could, get to, but with some other transformational words. So do tune into that episode to find out more. And you just need to be patient. Uh, you know, these things do take time. So practice, repeat. Um, you know, it, it takes time to learn your timetables, your multiplication tables. It takes time to learn a sport. It takes time to therapy, you know, to solve your issues. Um, and, you know, in this exercise, you know, thinking before you speak, it will take time. Uh, but I'm sure I'm confident that if you are to start adapting some of these tips I've given you, you will start noticing differences. Um, and I'm sure your relationships will be better. I'm sure you will... Uh, you will shape yourself better and you will shape other people better as well. Um, you won't be responsible for uh, others' low self-esteem and low confidence. Uh, in contrast, you could actually be helping uh, someone out and you know really finding themselves and becoming stronger people. So that's the end of the topic, Think Before You Speak. Um, and as always, I will end the episode with two odd news so one news is a uh, husband buries wife under a cow dunk mountain to cure snake bite and unfortunately she dies soon after so um this was around um you know this 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 his wife got bitten by got bitten by a snake in india and he went to a snake charmer the snake charmer told um him to bury his wife under cow dung and then he would sing chants and then the snake charmer would sing chants once it's done unfortunately that results in the death of this lady uh which is really sad though it does show uh, it does show you the extent people would go um or the extent to how much people believe in superstitions uh so please don't do this at home and please don't advise anyone to do this as well 
another one I saw actually on Instagram. I saw I saw people's stories, uh, and there was a billboard with um, a man uh, in in England, and the tagline was "Save me from an arranged marriage." So this guy in England, a 29-year-old, had multiple billboards put up in Birmingham, England, uh, with this phrase, Save me from an arranged marriage. Uh, and then he created a website as well, findmalikawife.com. And his thing was, you know, that his friend suggested him to try this, try advertising after, you know, he didn't have, he didn't find anyone on dating apps. Um, and apparently, he is, he's got a lot of offers. So according to him, he says that um, he, there, the, 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 uh, Malik told the BBC his billboards, which are scheduled to remain up to January 14th, have resulted in a flood of responses. I haven't had the time to look through it yet, he said. I need to set some time aside. I hadn't thought this part through. Um, I, I'm sure he had a lot of money to put on these advertising billboards. Um, and I would definitely not do that. You just probably get really random people. Uh... Though, if you don't have have haven't had any luck anywhere, then this and if you have the money, then this could be another way to find your life partner. Uh, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, uh, you know, subscribe, rate and review, and share with your family and friends. And thank you so 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 much for having listened to the episodes before this one. Thank you. Have a good week. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.